Welcome to the Pathinator Travel Lounge Podcast, where we explore and help our world and ourselves. Have you ever had a problem and thought you were all alone? You're not. People throughout the world have similar problems. Our host, Joseph Cook, has traveled to over 150 countries. He's been whipped and robbed one day, followed by witnessing unbelievable acts of kindness the next. Through travel experiences, we'll show you that the solutions to issues we face as individuals can also solve issues that the world faces. Here's your PTL podcast and host, Joseph. Today's travel tip is spread your money around. So what I'm really getting at then is when I traveled, I was always worried about getting robbed. It's a real issue in some of the places I've been. So I put $20 here, 20 I'm not going to tell you all my secrets, but $20 in my pillowcase. I'll just use a couple here. Toothbrush container. The trick is you have to remember where you hid everything, just in case something would happen. So the problem with getting robbed, it, it did happen a couple times. And I'm not going to count getting scammed as a different thing than getting robbed. So I'll just stay, I'll just stick with getting robbed. And I'm going to say that I, I got my things nicked. In other words, they, they were taken from me, but it wasn't really at gunpoint or anything like that. But it did happen a couple times. And I'm thinking about a couple of stories related to getting robbed when I was on the road. The first time I got robbed, I was in Germany, actually. I was at a hostel. And it's fairly common when you check out if you have a night train, which I did, just to leave your backpack at the hostel and I did that left it in a common area at around noon I came back at eight at night asked for my backpack and it was gone my assumption was just somebody off the street obviously knows it's a hostel there's so many people going in and out as a huge hostel said oh uh yeah I left my backpack I'm about to leave which one's yours just took the biggest one or the closest one or whatever and it was gone and then I talk and I, I tried to get, I did have traveler's insurance to try to get some of that stuff back. I needed a police report. To be honest, they weren't terribly cooperative. I can't remember if I have secured one or not. I don't think they even gave me one. I'm moving on then. So I took my night train and that night I was upset, but I rationalized it fairly quickly. It was just my clothes, my big backpack, my small backpack with all my important documents and everything was, was still there. And my camera and camcorder, my memories. Next day, even by the next day, I was fine with it. I mean, I wasn't happy, but I was fine with it. My backpack was too big. I had packed too much. This was the round-world trip where I, before I learned to travel light, I certainly was packing too much. Got a smaller backpack, which actually, 20 years later, I still have. So it's been a lucky backpack. Got some new clothes, different clothes, and downsized a little bit. So it wasn't really actually a huge problem for, for me in my mind. The second time I got robbed was in Bolivia. So I took a trip through Peru the road of death, Lake Titicaca, all these different places. It was, it was actually not a huge, huge trip. It was like a three-week, not a three-month trip. But I was near the end of it, and usually what I do, especially in, in kind of rougher areas, bus, train, any of those types of stations, I just try to get out of there and go a block away even, and just kind of, it's more calm then. But for some reason, I wanted, because I knew I was a little bit further away, I think is the reason my hotel was a little bit further away. I stayed with all my my backpack and all my stuff and wanted to get a bus ticket for two days later because I didn't want to go back and forth to the bus station I believe is the reason why I did that so there's a spot then and I was even I even left and I'm like ah turn around like I'll do it let me just get this bus ticket because it's going to be a long way I think it was a policeman or undercover police or somebody looking out for me he's like ah no don't know he's saying something like no no I'll just go in so they even tried to warn me I put my big backpack down and I put it between my feet basically so my feet were spread and I was trying to talk in my broken Spanish, I want this bus for this time, this date. 
they're helping me out and just a moment of weakness, I guess, because I almost never do this. I usually wrap my smaller backpack, my day backpack, actually around one of my legs so it can't be taken, but I just put it down onto the, the big backpack and I had it down for maybe two seconds and somebody had grabbed it and I, I could even feel someone grab it because the it was on top of the big backpack on my legs and I could feel the weight come up basically. So I quick look around, I saw somebody running. I started running after that person, which is another tip. <laughs> well, don't be dumb, think things through. You made one mistake, or this wasn't even a mistake, but something bad happened to you. Don't have a second thing bad happen to you. That big pack back could have been stolen quite easily as well. Luckily, the best person was honest, grabbed it, put it behind the bus counter, and was actually running after the person too, or trying to find the person. So the other people, and once again, another point, somebody does something bad to you, it won't be long until somebody else does something nice. But it was gone. And again, I had traveler's insurance, and this time I, they did fill something out and I got things. The, the problem was this time I, my camera and camcorder were, were taken, which is more important than my clothes, I felt. So I went down to the police station and I was talking to a French person and a French person uh, had gotten robbed as well. There's a line, there, there's tourist police. It's specifically tourists that get, that get robbed or need help, not necessarily robbed. And I was talking to him a little bit and what happened? He said, well, I got spit on and with the hand, the spit on my, I think it was right cheek, my, you know, obviously whatever, I mean, that happens, one of your hands is going to come up and try to wipe the spit off. And when that happened, they went into that, that side, I guess it was right side pocket and grabbed, in this case, his passport and his credit cards. And both are bad, but actually if you have a paper copy or some digital copy of your passport, you can, you get it back. Credit cards don't deliver to foreign addresses. So the credit cards were actually quite problematic. He didn't have a source of income. Uh, he was younger and his, his parents were going to wire him money. He was quite down about that, obviously. And he said, it, you know, it's somewhat common. It's a distraction. Somebody a lot of times is a, an attractive uh, woman or someone in this case spits on you or spills ketchup on you or some type of distraction. That's what happened to him. But I want to come back to this because I did feel bad. I felt worse on this occasion than the first, which is the Germany closed one. There's a couple other times that I can think of where I was in situations or knew people that had gotten robbed as well. One time, I can't remember this, in Southern Africa somewhere where, and this comes, this happens quite a bit where people just are messing with you. And a guy was talking to me, I think, I can't remember, it's in Southern Africa, but he was talking to me and just small talk he said something like my job he's saying oh i this is my name and and my job's to rob tourists and then i said i pulled up my buck knife i always had buck knives with me at the and pepper spraying all that stuff early on and then i pulled it out and said oh well my job's to stab people that rob tourists and it was a calculated risk that uh if you're really good robbers are going to rob you without knowing which happened to be in bolivia bad ones are well bad ones are going to create a distraction somehow and rob rob you that way which is what happened to the french person in bolivia and then slightly worse ones are gonna do armed robbery or something like that. And then the really, really bad ones would be the ones that were telling you that they were gonna rob rob you. So I figured either he's a really bad robber or he's just joking. And I was banking that he was just joking and he, and he was. Cause he just laughed and then I actually bought him a drink and uh, everything was fine. Another time then in Cambodia, there's a couple of British people I was talking to and they had gone to Martinis. Martinis will be another topic of conversation for another podcast, but it's a bar in Phnom Penh the capital of Cambodia. And they're coming back, they're coming back to, and these are these tuk-tuks, which are almost like golf carts. So there's two of them there and the, the driver in front. And as they're going back, they're about halfway back to their hotel.
hotel and there's a tourist area where most hotels especially backpackers stay and as they're about halfway back there's three people in mopeds that surrounded them and the one British guy said to the other I think we're going to get robbed and and the the driver said yeah you are Uh, in other words I'm not going to help you you're on your own so the one British said well what do you have he's like well I got a knife the other one's like I don't have anything and it's three of them I, I think we should just take it so they stopped them and they said they were very nice robbers they actually had a conversation I'd like this can you give me this 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 okay so they gave something they actually bargained he had bought a new sweatshirt that day and the robber said hey can I the British person can I have that sweatshirt as well and he said oh this this doesn't really match your eyes very well It'd be better if you had a, a, a darker one the blue one matches me better and I just bought them it's only a, you know a few bucks and you got a whole bunch of money from me you could buy it it's that one market up I did it you know what whatever it's like oh okay yeah maybe I will buy it so actually a rather pleasant experience getting robbed the driver just kind of sat back waited for everything to happen and they don't think he was part of it just the reaction he just everyone handled it calmly and they went back and one of the nice things they noted and I noticed this as I was walking in Phnom Penh in the, the morning at least robbery seems to be somewhat an issue but the nice thing is the passport and the credit cards which I said were a big issue they left in little plastic baggies and returned it again everyone knows a lot of times a bus or a boat that takes you in or obviously the airport and all these people kind of know where you are which is disturbing but they were nice enough to return it another time in southern Africa this time it was Malawi it's a shared taxi shared car that what had happened is the driver was going through a neighborhood dropping somebody off our car basically got surrounded by a handful of people from that village and they took his money and he ran back after him uh, as they left the driver and I was I was next to he was a very big guy very you know well put together very athletic I said well should we go out there and help something it's not fair he got robbed and he's like nope young man don't do it sit down very good advice because instead of three on one it soon became the whole village versus the driver and he got a couple good he had like not really a baseball back but a pretty thick stick and he got a couple wax in on the robber but I would assume then they shared the bounty the village did because it was 20 on one by the time we left and they kind of threw him back in and he left so that situation I felt bad for him I mean he was trying a whole day's work and he's it was near the end of the day too and you know it's all gone now I tried to calculate how much he had made that day I think it was 20 30 hours or something like that and I gave it to him because he you know he got beat up and it wasn't his fault so I'm thinking about the the times I actually got robbed the time in Germany I guess part of it is it's the clothes. It doesn't really matter. They're old clothes. I always pack old clothes. There's no really memories associated with it. And it wasn't, it's just one of those things. I mean, one thing is like, oh, I should have just gone to the train station and, you know, for $3 left it in a locker. That's true. For me, I think it's happened, well, it's happened once that way. And I've done it over a thousand times. So if you think about that, a thousand times three, $3,000, the clothes didn't cost $3,000. So it evens out. I was more upset about the Bolivia thing, being robbed in Bolivia. I think part of the reason was because it's my camera and camcorder were taken. The memories of that trip were gone. Part of it is I I was stubborn. I didn't listen to the undercover cop, or it might have been actually, a, it was a police officer in some f- fashion, when he said, don't go back in there. And again, this is something I do over and over. Not to save money, just get out of it. And I didn't. But I think the big reason is that I, I lost the memories of the camcorder and the, the camera. So when we talk about loss then, this is being a bit dramatic. I mean, I lost a backpack and a camera and a camcorder. But when we talk about loss, the, the classic five stages then are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And again, I was at first, obviously, quick denial, like, oh, 
angry at myself. The police officer was actually angry at me. Like, I told you not, I could tell what he's saying. I told you not to come back in here and now you got robbed. Bargain, you know, maybe we can, you know, maybe we could figure something out. Maybe he'll come back up. Maybe somebody will stop him. And then like I said, I was a little depressed and then eventually accepted it. And again, I'm still actually a little bit upset because there were some kind of cool pictures that I took that are, are gone even now, many, many years later. When you talk about loss, so I mentioned the five stages of loss, but then some of the symptoms of loss then, fatigue, yearning, anxiety, depression, anger, fear, despair, helplessness. Those are losses usually associated with when you lose a relationship, you know, somebody passes away or, or you break up or things like that. What's interesting is, you know, it's it's connected then if you're robbed as well. I'm, so, I mean, when we talk about loss then, when you're getting robbed, you lose something as well. And it's not nearly as dramatic as losing a, a, a human being that's close to you. But this, there's similar symptoms and similar things that happen when you are robbed. It's a loss as well. I'm trying to analyze why I was more upset about losing the pictures. And I think it's because of this idea of nostalgia. Even though it only had happened, the events only happened a week or, or two weeks before on my trip, I was missing something. So when you have nostalgia, what does that mean? Well, that basically the past is more fulfilling than your present, I guess. My present was I just got robbed. But also... The present is my job, largely in my life back home in the U.S. This wasn't, again, a, a long, long trip. And my job then was in education, but I basically liked that job. And I guess it was unfulfilling in the fact then that when you're traveling and doing all these different things, that seems much more of a fulfilling, at least for me, seems much more fulfilling than, than going back and teaching whatever your current life is without traveling. So basically, how do you get over some of this nostalgia? Well, you could do different things, such as taking pictures and, and replacing some of these physical items or people with these pictures or uh, storing some emblems as well or items that you like so that you can remember things, but also move on. That gets into then what happens if you hold on to too many things. In other words, you're a hoarder. There's some problems with that then too. Hoarding is a sign of anxiety and depression, which again goes back to the symptoms of loss. And some other things too, like uh, ADHD and OCD. And I won't say then I'm a hoarder. I do like to collect things and I, I do have trouble throwing old things away that are meaningful. And it always feels like when I throw something away a week later, I, I need it. So I would say I'm somewhat in between. I do hold on to some things. And I won't really say I'm OCD. The only thing that I'm OCD about is when I leave during the day. I have to make sure then my house is locked, every door is locked, that the water's off, etc. This is one of the things that if you really actually do, if you're actually diagnosed as a hoarder, one of the things they would do is psychotherapy. They would have you try to identify why you collect so much, so many items. In this case then, it's probably because I grew up and I didn't have a ton growing up. And the reason why I check the doors are locked. Well, that's another thing. I got robbed a couple times. Even though where I live now, I, I won't call uh, a high crime area. Or the water, that the water stays on and ruins you know, the house or that the stove's on. So all these things that could burn down the house or ruin the house where my items are, I don't have a lot of possessions that I carry, but they're important to me. And growing up without a ton of possessions, I think the possessions that I have then are important to me. And that's why I get so, so OCD about some of the things I do when I leave the house. I think it relates back then to why I was so upset that I got robbed and I lost those pictures. That gets into our next topic, which will be our next podcast. And the topic of next podcast is for you to take pictures of people and not buildings. I hope you'll join us next time. And remember, you can't go wrong with traveling.
Thank you for listening to our PTL podcast. Visit us at www.pathinator.com for more travel information, self-help material, service ideas, and to donate. The skills that make us successful travelers make us successful in life and vice versa. This PTL podcast and Pathinator website can help you learn these skills. Catch you on the flip side.